Good morning, Roxy Soxy. <gasps> Good morning, Tam Tam. How did you sleep last night? Oh, I. You know what? This is this always happens to me, and I don't know if this happens to you. Tell me, but. When I know I have to get up for mm, something, yeah. I start waking up like two hours before my right. alarm goes off. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I can't oversleep. I can't miss this. Like, <laughs> So I started waking up at like 4.30 this morning. But Roxy, <laughs> you only had to get up at like 7. No. It's not like you had to get up no. at 6 or I, 5.30. I got up at 6 because you know me. I'm a morning shower girl. How? It takes you so – I love you so much. <laughs> but it takes you so long to get out of the house. I don't even understand. I, I stayed with you for like a couple days in New York and I was like helping you move a little faster to like get to your lip gloss. Like what is going on? Because I like to have a little chat in between putting on my makeup. With yourself like, though. Doing- like I wasn't even around. I'm like, what? she'll sit there and she'll be like, she'll just look at her bag, like her makeup bag for like at least a couple minutes and then she'll be like, pink mac lipstick <laughs> i'm like must start the process i know i i'm actually pretty good with time for some yeah time. you're really on time on time all the time i'm always late for always always late, late. always but always. but but it's gotten better yeah it's gotten better i would say like five minutes past, late you're always five, five minutes, minutes late. late always you know you're gonna have a five minute buffer <laughs> i have started to lie to you <laughs> about times we yes uh huh I've started to be like, okay, if we have to be there at 8.30, I'm going to tell you we have to be there at 8.15. <laughs> and it gets me there, right? I get on No, time. you're still late. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just like, I don't, I think it's because you probably, you probably see the time and yeah. you know that I'm lying to you. I'm like, I better hold off on leaving for another 20 minutes yeah. just to be sure. If I have dinner with you, I am going to say it's 30 minutes early. <laughs> Are you really? You're like, um, the reservation is for seven when it's really for seven. But 7:30. at least it's not too bad. At least people would just be like, Ugh, rather than like, oh, this is such a problem. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, I got to make my entrance. Yeah. I got to make my entrance. You do. What's my what's my thing then? Your thing is your toxic. She's like ready. <laughs> She's like, here's a list. Is it a, your toxic trait? Are we talking toxic traits? Well, just one thing that like. You're is like, it, no, it, let's not go that deep. <laughs> I was like, let's not go that deep. What's one thing that's annoying? Oh, we're, we're really getting oh, it on boy. here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that's annoying. She's like, I thought you would have had like five by now. <laughs> oh, boy. I annoy myself, okay? What, if what it makes you, you what feel better. You, what annoys you about yourself? Depends on the time of the month, oh. but I can be a little micromanagey because I don't fully trust that the person's going to do it the way I want <gasps> it to. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you said it perfectly. So I, I do. I'm aware of it. Thank oh. God. Like, I think awareness is the first step. But um, because I feel like the only success I've ever had in my life is mm. is me. Yeah. Is me figuring it out or like even s- social media and content creation. I'm the one who writes it. I'm the one who edit- edits it. I'm mm. the one who acts in it. Mm. And so like if I give it over to someone else, it's just not really my vision. And then I end up redoing it. But so, I will say you're getting better about it. I you're am, like, you're easing I have up glasses a little bit. on right now. I would yeah. never have a year ago worn glasses in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're like, you know what? I've noticed and I meant to tell you this. You Aww. have been, you have been like, like Better. I feel like letter letting control go a little bit, a little and bit. like not fully, a little bit, little bit but it, little bit. it must feel a little bit more at ease for no, you. No, it feels horrible. That's- <laughs> I hate it. I love control, but, but you know that it's going to be done, and it's going to be done well, no matter. what. I don't what. know if it's going to be done well. <laughs> You're in good hands, but I do have to accept. There's things I have to accept because it's not worth it, and also my time mm. is valuable. Right, so like to have to redo things and to like get my picky and micromanagey. I just I'm not giving myself the gift of no, time. Oh no, you can let things roll, as they say. I can let, let them roll, girl. Well, our next guest is going to help us with the gift of time <laughs> yes. because I also realized that, and I don't know. So uh, tell me about okay. your workspace because my husband is crazy when it comes to everything being in its place, everything okay. being organized. Um, we even have Sundays where I go and take the kids out, and he organizes the house. Did you know that? Oh no, that's great. Yeah, you trained him well, girl. But then when I get home and it's not like fully done, I'm like, what have you done? <laughs> He's like, it takes a long time to organize the kitchen. I'm like, it looks pretty similar. Um, <laughs> poor guy. You poor guy. Catch but he loves to do it. So it's okay. not like I'm like taskmastering him, but I leave because he like wants that space. He actually it finds he finds it cathartic. Yeah, he like yeah. it's a it's like a nice activity for yeah. him to like let go yeah. and like kind of ease. And so my yeah. stuff, like he sometimes goes and organizes my closet. 
does he really yeah he'll like, go spend he, hours in there will he edit like take things he out, won't do so? that but okay. he'll put like all my underwear and like he'll he'll put drawers in there he'll put like dividers he'll put like my shirts in the one section he'll fold things <gasps> yeah it's pretty good great. i mean i don't know the last time he came to my house but it's really pretty organized um how much does he charge per hour <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might have to give him a sexual favor oh, i say sure. <laughs> <laughs> but is your desk messy or neat because that's the so, sign of mental health yes i totally um you know, it's interesting. So we have a weird system where, okay, so my, both my husband and I work from home and we kind of rotate. So we're both on on uh, laptops. Yeah. So one will maybe start in the dining room table and then the other one will start in the living room. And then we'll like throughout the day, depending on who has a conference call or who does, you know, has some sort of meeting, yeah. we'll move around the house. So we'll like flip, like one will go back to the dining room. And right. then, and, but it's like funny when we're both on calls, we're like trying to hide from each other because it's so loud, you know, yeah. like he's on one, I'm on one and I'm like trying to hide in the bedroom. So it is like kind of a mess in that yeah. sense. You know what I mean? Because it's like, get an office. Like, <laughs> like, you know, there are places called WeWork. They're not sponsoring us, but they should. Like, this is yes, you could it. probably sit at. You can solve that problem. <laughs> I used to go upstairs and sit on the desk there, but I just think I got lazy going up the stairs. I was like, yeah. I think I'm just going to sit down here and like it. do it. Well, maybe our next guest can help us figure out our yes. lives because we do, we definitely know we need it. She has a book called Make Space for Happiness, which is again you know, something that I think is really important. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that my happiness level completely raises when everything is organized. So who do we have on today, Roxy Soxy? Well, we're so excited to have this next guest. As you mentioned, like, we need her to declutter our lives. I mean, <laughs> I can't wait and to I'm hear right. these tips, right? These tips are going to be amazing. We all need it. I know moms and, you know, working women and everyone listening mm. always seems to need like tips for organization. You know, where do you start and where do you go? <laughs> and so I know that this guest will have the answers, yes. right? So let's welcome Tracy McCubbin. Hello. <laughs> and we've tried to make this happen three times and I'm surprised. Surprised that you're even here because you must you must hate us. We we gave Tracy the wrong address yesterday. <laughs> it wasn't our fault, right? It wasn't our fault. We can, we can always blame someone else, right? But were you just sitting there going, hmm? Yeah, you're like, you know, I had a moment, but I always feel like I run my business this way in my life. Like there are, can we swear on this show? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, there are fuck ups all the time, yeah. and it it's not that the fuck up happened; it's how it's handled, right? Right. And you guys were super apologetic, right. and you're like, "This was just a mistake," right? And I was like, "Great!" And I went and had lunch with my niece, and it was delightful. And she got up at five a.m. to make I it. Know. <laughs> to make it, and just ten minutes late. Yeah, today. it wasn't even ten; it was four. I'm okay, four. Okay, good, four. good, good. Four, four. four. It is, you're so right. It's 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 the repair that's important, mm-hmm. right? Because mistakes happen, and and you know if people. I think the way everything is handled is is the reason like people are successful yeah. or not. I think so. I mean, I think like if you have a mindset like that, you you do you set yourself up for success, mm-hmm. you know? And I think the the organization part of it is so important because you're decluttering not only your space, but you're decluttering your mind, mm-hmm. you know? 100%. And mm-hmm. I always tell this to people, being organized isn't about seeking perfection. Mm. It's it, it's that's look, we look at Pinterest, we see all the pretty bins, mm. we see the labels, that's aesthetically pleasing, but the way I approach it is your home is a tool. Mm. And it's a tool to make your life run smoother mm. and to like de-stress. And that's what being organized does. It's not right. about being right. It's not about being perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. does this work for me? Right. So where do we even start, right? Like, where do you start in this process to like organize? Mm-hmm. You, you know, know I, it's sort of the, I call it the woo-woo step. I am a born and raised Californian, so <laughs> I can't help it. You're li- we're all a little woo-woo. <laughs> but the first thing I talk about with clients, I've been doing this for 17 years now, is why do you want to get organized? What's your why? And it can't be, well, I'm a bad housekeeper or I'm lazy or I'm, you know, it can't be something that you beat yourself up. It's like, well, I want to clean out my guest room so that my parents can come and stay. Mm. I want to get rid of half the toys so my kids aren't drowning in the playroom. Mm. I want to get rid of the Mm -hmm. outside storage. Because if you have a why that's a positive goal, it's going to keep you going. Mm. So it's always why. But it's also like, I find it difficult to or I, I organize and I spend so much time organizing and then it just gets 
unorganized at some point. <laughs> okay, but the consistency part is really difficult for me. Mm. And it's also based on like what's happening in my life and how stressed I am. Mm. But I feel so much better when things are organized, but it just doesn't last. But here's the thing you have to remember. This is so important. Organizing is a process. It ha- It's like cleaning. Mm-hmm. Your house doesn't get cleaned once and stay clean. That's the thing. There's been, especially like in the last... 10 years, there's like been a couple big organizers that are like, oh, you do it once and it's done forever. Right. No, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. You have children. They come in like with Velcro with like stuff stuck to them. Yeah. Where you're like, where did that come from? So it's understanding and also understanding that organize decluttering organizing and cleaning are three separate tasks. Right. Mm. And so if you know that you've got to be Decluttering, Decluttering, organizing, and cleaning are three separate tasks. What's different between decluttering and organizing? Decluttering Mm -hmm. is getting rid of the stuff you don't need, want, or use. Mm -hmm. Organizing is making sure everything has a place, that there Mm. are systems, and then cleaning is cleaning. Mm. Right. So what do you do? Because I find myself also doing this is I'll stand in my closet and I (laughs) cry one section, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll stop. I'm like, yeah. And I stop and I'm like, oh my God, I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Like it's like you start because you look at the whole whole project instead of like even if you start like in one place you kind of look at the whole project and you're like oh my god this is going to be fucking awful mm-hmm. like so i get to a certain point of the organization and you know decluttering and cleaning but then i'll stop and be yes. like i just can't do it anymore like how do you keep yourself going totally so i think it's you kind of have to figure out what sort of person you are like mm. i'm come from farmers like i am mm. like i will work for eight or ten hours like i roll up my mm. sleeves i'm not going to bed till it's done yeah you know but if you're like i got a half an hour and then mm. my adhd kicks mm-hmm. in and i'm <laughs> off to something else so you be realistic about the time that you have mm. and parse it into chunks so you're like i lose my motivation okay mm. today i'm just gonna do shirts that's it Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I'm going to do sweaters. Mm-hmm. Sunday I'm going to do jeans. Like if you break it That's into, how I do it. Yeah, that, little yeah. bits, yeah. right? I do yeah. little bits because I do. I have anxiety and ADHD, and and I I'll go. Okay, I'm just going to do my makeup. In the bathroom today. Okay. Yeah. Because like that's the bit. only that's that's as much as my brain can can take on. See, I feel the same. Like I feel like if I if I look at it too like as one big thing, mm. I just am like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Or like right. I can only, you know. Right. I started so doing these on Instagram these mm. five minute challenges where I was okay. like, things to declutter in five minutes. Mm-hmm. They blew up, <gasps> and oh. people DM me all the time. They're like, I've done the. T- I think there are fifty up now. They're like. I've done my whole house yeah. and I didn't realize it. Coffee mugs, underwear, right. pool toys, like just simple things. Okay. And they just, so if you're mm-hmm. that kind of person, somebody's listening, like I don't, a big project overwhelms me. Mm-hmm. Take a chunk. Just take a little chunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so for me, it's like, I feel like decluttering goes hand in hand with mental health. 1,000%. Right? 1,000%. And I didn't know that until I really had a husband <laughs> who was very into organizing. And now I'm a, kind of addicted to it. If he doesn't organize the house because he likes to do it and declutter the house on a Sunday, I can't start my week on a Monday. I do have issues, though, with getting rid of things for the, it's not that I feel like I'm going to need them, but I'm like, oh, this was the cup that I drank out of after I gave birth to my <laughs> first the daughter, first sip, the first, the sip. first <laughs> sip 10 years ago in the hospital. And I want to just have that memory. Yeah. And I, I know that that's where hoard, yes. like hoarding comes from. It's mm-hmm. like all these memories that people don't want to get rid of. I, I obviously am not that, but I find it hard to get rid of my kids' clothes, mm. my little baby, the baby clothes. So he, you said the magic words. You want to keep the memory. Mm-hmm. That's the, why you keep the stuff. It's actually the stuff isn't important at all. You're like, I don't want to lose this memory. Mm-hmm. So there are ways like, I don't say get rid of everything. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely have some bins, have some memories. But if you if you live under this idea of like, I have to keep that because it was special. Mm. If everything's special, like nothing special. Yeah. Like, but, then no, but then nothing becomes special, right? Then I you're sort yeah. of in this place where you are. And is there another way to do it? Can mm. you write a journal? Can you write a timeline? Mm. You want to keep those memories, which we want you to have, mm. but you don't need the hospital cup. I know. You want the moment. My wardrobe has 95% of clothes in there that I will never wear. 
that's a lot. That's a lot. I'm a little. I'm like, like, don't even. I'm like, I'm coming to Nashville. I'm I'm (laughs) coming. Please, my husband's away for a while. Come, let's declutter my closet. And it's not a cluttered closet, but I know I will never wear any of that stuff. And. I don't want to throw it away because I'm like, well, I spent, you know, back in the day, I used to spend really, you know, this stuff is expensive. When you see like, I I would never buy Chanel right now. Maybe I will in the future. But when I was before I had kids, I would have like nice little Chanel bags, right? Right. I don't want to throw those away, but I'm never going to use them because they're really old and ratty now. Mm. So then I should guess I should sell them. But then you sell them for such a lower resale value right, than what they really were. But I, let's w- unwind that a You're little like, bit. You're like, let's fix <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We need, we need to go. We need to. We need to. We need to wind back. <laughs> so clothes, jewelry. Jewelry, that's a little bit tricky. Clothes, purses, shoes, yeah. Yeah. furniture. They're not investments. Yeah. You buy them to use them. Mm-hmm. And you use them and you love them and <laughs> and they go out of style. They're not you're never yeah. going to recoup your money. You don't buy they're diminishing assets. That's the mistake that people are like, "Well, I got to get my money back." And it's I like, know. "No, no, you chose to buy it. Right. You chose to spend a lot of money. You loved carrying it." Now I'll say with designer things, is it worth like I definitely do this like is it worth hanging out to them because you have two daughters they yeah. may want them someday yeah but if they're old and ratty and they're not repairable you're just holding on to trash but what about like uh, I, I totally agree with you what about artwork and we have you would you would freak out when I told you that <laughs> so two years ago we got rid of a thousand dollars a month in storage units that we were paying uh-huh. because of stuff because uh-huh. also our business yeah. Roxy and I are in similar businesses for mm. the most for some of it and mm. we had given a lot of stuff too and you're like well I don't want to throw away new right. whatever it is new shoes new <clears throat> clothes mm. new and we're very blessed and lucky that we get mm. this stuff that's new so I'm like I don't want to throw it away so we had a thousand versus storage units and now it's down to 350 uh-huh. like $350 a month on a storage unit but most of the stuff in there is furniture mm-hmm. and art and it's like some of the art is incredibly you know to us important or valuable and the furniture I'm like again I'm never going to spend $3,000 on a light right? Yeah, right but I used to right <laughs> so what do I do with the $3,000 light that well, I'm not gonna sell you're buying but you're also paying for it over I know. and over I've, and over I've again spent, I've you have to have, yeah. like, you have to have, you have to like put your big girl pants on I can't you have to <laughs> you I, gotta, I don't want to put my big girl pants on it's so easy to live in my small girl pants <laughs> baby pants there's <laughs> this moment of like you have to stand there and you have to say I spent good money on this mm-hmm. I'm never gonna use it again I enjoyed it while I had it <sighs> let me really Lisa. Okay, you're coming to Nashville. I yeah, know, right? yeah, yeah. Yes. Because you go in this, you get in this like Mobius strip of like, I spent money and I can't, but I'm not selling it. So listen, the logic, yeah. right? No. You're like, I spent money on it, so I'm going to pay money to store it. I know. So you're buying it over and over and over again. And you just have to stop. And I say, know. I have I got to stop. I'm coming to Nashville. To stop. <laughs> That's my ticket right now. <laughs> no, I'll pay for your ticket. You're coming to Nashville. Okay. So what do we do? Because we, as you mentioned, we have kids, right? So we yep. have three girls between us with their stuff because there's the toys there's the clothes and they get attached to yeah. things like i, I call attached- kids rooms where hope goes to die <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you just walk in you're like and then the toys are getting smaller <sighs> and smaller. Yes. like down like poly pockets they're like, are no. big, and they're like she's missing a shoe and yeah. you're like i can't even see it like yeah. how are you <laughs> You know, I think for kids, mm-hmm. and it's parents say this to me all the time. They're like, you know, it's so hard to organize kids. And I'm like, is it? Because do you ever go to them with, to school? Because they're perfectly organized in school. <laughs> like they put all their toys away. Right. You know, I think it's never too soon to start the conversation mm-hmm. about here's why we're organized. So you yeah. know where to find the things you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ta- it gives you independence. You don't have to, mommy, mommy, where's my, where's my, mm-hmm. that's why we're organized to yeah. find the things that we want. And also teach them like, you're very lucky. Yeah. We, we all have more than we need. Mm-hmm. You've grown out of this. I haven't seen you play with this in six months or a year. There mm-hmm. is some kid out there mm-hmm. that would be so grateful for this. We do that. We do, do we do, do we get bought, we go through their rooms and we do keep and keep and get rid of. Yeah, oh, but right? are they emotionally attached to the toy? Look, the keep is much bigger than yeah. the, yeah. <laughs> the box. Yeah. The keep is much bigger than the get rid of. But they do give, they do. They do give? Yeah, they do They do give away quite a bit. Because I know? feel like I go in there and she's like, well, this is Grandma Kitty. This is like, <laughs> yeah. 
you know, now I will. Dog. This th- is there's a great. Okay. How old is she? She's nine. Yeah, so that's an interesting age, right? Okay. She's just moving mm-hmm. out of being a little kid. She's not a teenager yet. I do sometimes. We have a warehouse where we sort through all our mm-hmm. clients' donations to give them away, and we have a rack of clients who are like, <laughs> "Can you take all these stuffed animals? Don't get rid of them yet. Text me in two months. <laughs> if she hasn't asked for them, yeah. then we're gonna let them go." So sometimes an interim step: put it all in a bin, put it in the garage, yeah. uh-huh. see if they ask for it. That's okay. a good idea. That's sometimes good, yeah, yeah. we have just gotten rid of. We know their favorites. Yes, it's like porcupine and you know birdie they play yeah. with all the time so you're not yeah. gonna get rid of them yeah. but you know the ones that they haven't looked at like know? the one they but got you, from the fair like you get rid of it they'll be like where's where's my grandma the bear? <laughs> but it's a great it's a great place for a conversation uh-huh. you have more than you need you have mm-hmm. so many toys that you're actually not playing with them mm-hmm. and especially i always suggest decluttering with kids ahead of birthdays and holidays because uh, new stuff is coming influx. in yeah. and you can say like look you're gonna you know nana and poppy are gonna mm-hmm. send you a bunch of gifts like you're gonna get stuff let's look at the stuff you mm. don't play with mm. why are we and this goes to the 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 ultimate question why are we so obsessed with stuff is it just america oh, is it just like yes. or, or or these certain countries where mm. we value stuff so much and consumerism and you know, capitalism mm-hmm. and is is that was what is ingrained in us? Because I know when I, I went to Bali and Indonesia for weeks, they I they weren't holding on to stuff. Mm-hmm. No, and also you traveled for weeks and you like didn't think about anything you had at home, right? You no. had a suitcase and you oh, were like, and, and I always say I'm gonna pack light. <laughs> <laughs> Never and then we came we came back with seven bags. <laughs> seven bags. I don't even know what we left with three, came back with seven. I'm like, this is I just I don't want to be that person. <laughs> so it's a it's a couple things. Mm-hmm. It is um it was after like kind of af- with the start of the industrial revolution right and then all of a sudden there was there used to be a very different of class like mm. upper class mm. lower class and then became the advent of middle class mm. and all of a sudden people were like oh to show i'm not poor i'm going to buy things knickknacks lalique mm. hummel figures precious memories i have stuff which means i'm not poor and then the capitalism stepped in and said, oh, we can keep selling to you. Mm. Oh, wait, now we can send it off to Asia and, you know, uh, overseas to ba- make it cheaper. And now mm. we're going to sell it to you even cheaper. And we're going to start. And now then add advertising on top of it. Mm-hmm. Then add social media, which is 24-hour marketing, mm-hmm. which is telling you you're not enough. You know, you need an anti-aging cream. I want a moment with that word. I just have to say this. I'm like, the opposite of anti-aging is dead. Don't right, you right? want to be aging? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're being marketed to, and they're playing on our insecurities, and they're playing on our things that we hate about ourselves, and we're exactly in that cycle. Mm. Buy, buy, buy. This yeah. thing I buy will fix my problems. And it never lasts that high. That 17, I buying. Uh-uh. 17 seconds. So this is super interesting. Oh, this is wow. so interesting. I'm talking about nerding out. Uh So we, by nature, humans are Mm. hunters and gatherers. So when we were on the tundra or, you know, someone's going to at me about we were never on the tundra. And I'm like, the place that we were before we lived in houses. Um, You know, we were, if we were walking and we found a pear tree full of pears, we got a huge hit of dopamine to tell us to pick those pears, Mm. save them for the winter. We have not evolved out of that. So now when you go to Target, you get the same hit of dopamine as if you'd killed a woolly mammoth. You're like, I'm saving my family for the winter. (laughs) But it only lasts for 17 seconds. So then you're like, well, I want to get that feeling again, so I need to buy again. And if you just wait, I do notice that if I just wait, where was I recently? Oh, World Market is the most incredible oh. place in in America. <laughs> it's pretty it's great. Just, it's <laughs> All so the goods. great. And, yeah. and there's so much. There's Christmas stuff out now. Yeah. And there's like uh, a tea advent calendar, and there's yes. like a cookie advent calendar. I'm like, <laughs> I need all the advent calendars. And I did buy something small, but I, but again, if you wait, so maybe it wasn't. I felt like longer than 17 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I really had to get go through it for five minutes. But you're saying if you get through it for that 17 seconds, then you won't okay. end up just buying. Exactly. And also check in with yourself. Like, what's going on in that moment? I recently went shopping 
uh, with a very complicated family member. Mm. Uh, this family member is very complicated. All the triggers, all the activation, mm. all the things. And I found my, we were on a shopping trip, which we've done historically forever. And I just bought, I got in my car and I opened the bags and I was like, I have a shopping hangover. I bought stuff I didn't want. Mm -hmm. Half of it was final sale. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, because this relationship is fraught for me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do the work before I walked in here. I didn't say this is going to be a hard day. Shopping's not going to fix it. Mm -hmm. So I just kept slapping down the credit card. And I was like, what am I? So I think when we go into those moments, am I tired? Am I overwhelmed? Mm -hmm. Am I feeling guilty that I'm not with my kids enough? Where am I at? Mm -hmm. And reminding myself that buying something's not going to fix it. Mm. What about people who are actually, I mean, diagnosed hoarders? Like, yes, I, yes. With this condition, like, for, like if somebody at home is listening, like first of all, how do they know if they are a hoarder mm, yeah. and what steps should they take? Or if it's maybe a family member, how do they help these people? So I'm you the know? child of an extreme hoarder. Really? Yeah, I've grown up with it my whole life. So if any- why you became a declutterer? <gasps> well, funny, I didn't realize it till I'd opened my business for 10 years. And, and then I- like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A client of mine who was a, a Jungian psychiatrist was like, oh, you took your psychic wound and turned it into your passion. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Wow. I was like, what? What are you talking about? So um, if anyone out there is listening, first of all, I am a resource, TracyMcCubbin.com. Please reach out. Um, you know, the great thing about hoarding disorder is an anxiety disorder. So it's usually what people are doing to manage emotions. And there's really successful therapy for it. Cognitive behavior therapy, which isn't even like talk therapy. Mm -hmm. um, so there are a couple tests online that you can take to see where you come on the scale, mm -hmm. you know, but some of the things are, are the rooms in your house that you can't use for your intended mm -hmm. use? Do you not invite people over? You know, there's some things like, can you sleep in your own bed? Can you, right. do you have pathways? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of help. And I'm happy if someone's worried about this, please, 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 I want to like hug everyone, reach out to me because mm -hmm. I have a lot of resources and understanding that it is a mental health problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People aren't choosing to be that way. It feels so shameful for it's people so too. Shameful. When I watch that show called Hoarders, it's right. just, you know, the first response could be like, oh, that's disgusting or that's so gross. But to to not clean and have rats and and do you know how much pain those, i mean do you know how much severe pain yeah. severe pain and, and they're in tears tears and they don't want to be that way right. it's it's very i mean the way i i feel like it's an addiction you know of they're course. they're in the mm -hmm. grips of it and they don't want to be that way and they're so shameful and you know glamorizing it as much as that show does, it doesn't help. It's like understanding that mm. this is meant a mental health issue and there's help out there. When yeah. you say you came from a home of extreme hoarding, like was it? I never level? lived with him. He and my parents, my mother split oh. up when I was very young, but oh. we were forever sort of chasing storage units. And wow. yeah, so it's been, it you know, so sad. and it, for me, it was always, I had to get to a place of understanding oh. um, and Al-Anon meetings helped with this, even though alcoholism wasn't the issue, mm -hmm. you know, he didn't choose it. Right. I always felt like he was choosing trash over me. Right. And when I realized, oh, he, this is, this is not by choice. Mm -hmm. Right. It gave me, it's, you know, it still frustrates me, though. but liberating. Right. Yeah. Like when you, you know, when you, when you realize that like people aren't choosing to be alcoholics, right. it's and a it's disease. it's not your fault. Too, it's not right? your fault. Especially if I'd been better, child, different right. somehow. Right. So yeah. So I, really understand the pain that people mm -hmm. are in. And also, I want to also say this to to those of listening who are perhaps in the sandwich generation, mm. kids and aging right parents. Us, right? Yeah, I mean, that. It's really mm -hmm. difficult. Sometimes with older people, it'll look like hoarding, mm -hmm. um, but they're either it's a neurological thing. They're kind of aging. They can't do what they used to do. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they just need extra help and it's not necessarily hoarding right. disorder. Mm -hmm. And sometimes too, my parents, so we have been in this, uh, my house in Australia. I mean, my house in Australia that I lived in since I was 13 years old um, and now I'm in my late 30s, um, <laughs> they are selling 
their house. Wow. And they've gotten really... Do I go to Australia yeah. after I go, I go Nashville, Australia? Got yeah. You're yeah. Okay. Go. yeah. They've actually been pretty good. They've gotten rid of like so much stuff. Mm. But I can understand too. I have to be careful not to be like, well, what's the problem? It's so easy to get out of the house. I mean, there's so many deep memories yeah. in that house mm. for them that is, th- there is a mourning period. Is and it hard for them to let great. go of stuff? Uh, it's... It, my mom frames it differently, mm-hmm. so um, you know she'll be like, "Well, I don't know if I should put the mar- on the house on the market this month or wait till the next year." There's a lot of that kind of stuff going mm. on, and I feel like it's because of the fear of really letting go of the house. Yeah. The house needs to go. Like right. it's at a point where let's get rid of the house. They need to downsize and actually enjoy their lives. Right. They're in their 70s, it's- and I think it's also I, I so agree that there needs to be a grieving period, and mm. that grieving is healthy. Yeah. and for people who are downsizing, it's also, they're facing their mortality. Right, right. it's not just, right. it's like, oh, we're 70 now, we have 20 great years mm-hmm. left, 10, 15 great years. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. We want to go enjoy them, but we're saying goodbye to a life. I know. Right. I really think that I love like, you know, just taking a moment and understanding and a friend of mine's parents just did this and they had a last party. Yeah. You know, they had a party when the house was empty and had everybody come and tell stories of like the kids who'd grown mm, up in it. And, that's so lovely. and I think mm-hmm. having some kind of ceremony around mm. it. It's interesting. And understanding your parents are changing too. Yeah. Right? You know, you always look to your mom and dad, or at least I did as the people who always had the answers mm-hmm. and they were always the strong ones. And they were always the ones that would know what to do in times of crisis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, when you see them aging, you realize like you have to deal with their mortality as well, not yeah. just them. Mm-hmm. And then you also have children who are so – they need you so much to be like their their strength. And you don't feel very no. strong when you're in the middle. You're yeah. spent. You're, you're spent. You're, give. you're worrying yeah. both directions. Yeah. You're right. worrying both directions. And I think exactly that, that you um, – you know, you always look to them for the strength. Mm. And that's why we want to keep the stuff because mm. we want to remember, you know, we want to know. I, I've been doing, like I said, I've been doing this for 17 years. I've, I don't even know. I, I did the Malcolm Gladwell hours and I'm like, I've like 30,000 hours of decluttering <laughs> under my belt. I have two. Yeah. <laughs> my husband has maybe yeah. 100. Well, my, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we want to know that we mattered. We want to know that we were lived this life and we made a difference. And so we think if we keep this stuff, that shows it. But I always say it's your actions. Right. Who are you in the world? How did you make the world better? How were you kinder? How were you nicer? Mm. How were you of service? Mm. That's what leaves your legacy, not the stuff. Yeah. Mm. That, honestly, I wanted to cry because we so want to feel seen. We don't want yep, to feel right. invisible. And our stuff makes us feel like we were here. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it, it, you know, know, you don't have stuff from, you know, I think of my grandmother. I was so close to her. My little Scottish grandmother. She was adorable. I have two things of her. Of oh, hers. from hers. Yeah, I have a ring and I have a teapot. That's it. Mm. I think about her every day. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think when people understand that this stuff is just what we wear and what we use, if you think of stuff as a tool, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, it loses the chokehold it has on you. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, right. But I want to make the memories. Right. I want to have the experiences. I want my kids to know their grandparents. Mm. Like, you know. 
and and it also gives you more possibility to see your grandparents because you you feel like I feel like less stuff makes me more successful. One thousand mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, I feel like I make more money with less stuff. Right, yeah, right, totally. Right. My house. Well, I'm, because I'm you, better, you 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 become space. more space. Yes. And you also yeah. become beholden to your stuff. Right. You have to store it. Thousand dollars a month. <laughs> clean it. Pay to get rid of it. Yeah. Like it becomes a thing. They've done. You all find this super interesting. Clutter affects women more than men. So they've done oh. studies of women in cluttered environments and mm. their cortisol is just jacked. They're like puts them into fight or flight. Wow. And you know, I don't know what that is exactly why women more than men, but we are so right. affected by stuff. And then you have children and right. they bring so much stuff so and your cortisol's already high. Yeah. So <laughs> you're just a mess. They did another really interesting study. I think at Harvard where they put people in a cluttered kitchen and they offered them a snack, a cookie or a carrot. Mm -hmm. In the cluttered kitchen, the majority of people took the cookie. They put people in an uncluttered kitchen, offered them a cookie and a carrot, they took the carrot. (gasps) That's fascinating. Because the core, I I don't know why, because the corsetal went up and sugar helps your dopamine and helps you regulate for a split second, not for a long time. Mm -hmm. And when you're stressed, that's why you go to sugar. Exactly. And also added that clutter, every piece of clutter is a decision you have to make. So if you live in a cluttered house, do I want this? Do I keep this? Do I spend too much money on it? Am I ever going to use it? Where do I store it? If you live in a cluttered house, you are living in decision fatigue. Mm. You're making thousands Mm. of decisions every day. (laughs) Will I ever wear this blouse again how did you know so the less Uh stuff the less decisions that's what it's about. It's not about and rainbow bits. And more room yeah. for figuring out what to do with that podcast. Or <laughs> yeah, what to do, exactly. Right? Or yes. what to do with your, whatever it is, or how to write again, or yeah. create a TV, for me, like create a TV show, whatever it is, there's more space. Right. So are you supposed to be looking at each individual item and saying, Am I, does this give me joy? Like, does this make me happy? Mary, like, like, yeah, right? I, I think that's very oversimplified. Okay. I think that, um, I mean, you need a toilet plunger. Does it bring yeah. you joy? <laughs> I guess when your toilet's clogged, you're like, yeah. Yes, it does. yeah. I had a client once say to me, and you two will appreciate it. She goes, is guilt tinged sentimentality the same thing as joy? <laughs> like, there you go. Do I use it? Okay. Do I need it? Okay. Right. Do I love it? Do I love it? That's one. We have things in our homes that we love just because we love them. Uh Art on the walls. Do you need that art? No, but do you love Love to look at it? Yeah. But what if you love a lot of clothes in your closet? Would you you grow to love it? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You could be on the the trek to love it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it also, with clothes, it comes down to do you feel beautiful in it? Mm. Mm. Do you wear it? You know, um, I'm a little ahead of you ladies and you're going to head into something in a few years called menopause. Uh. Buckle up. <laughs> hey, a few years. I got a good 10 years. What are you talking that, about? <laughs> a lot of years. Um, and what'll, the, the weirdest thing that they don't, they sort of talk about menopausal weight gain, mm. which I didn't have, but my body completely changed. changed. Mm. Like my ribs spread. I, ribs, I don't understand. It's my, yep, my, my yep. butt's looking a little different. <laughs> yeah, and you, I'm, there are things, I'm just, I'm the exact same weight I have been for 15 years. Mm-hmm. There's stuff I'm not going to fit into. Right. Gravity has taken hold. It's never going to happen. Never gonna happen. So you think don't hold on to those pieces where you're like, okay, it, if I, you know, kind of get a little healthier or my body changes, I'll be able just, to wear that. Yeah. But, you know? you, but you're looking just, backwards. Just wear right? the clothes that fit. Wear the, the clothes that fit fits. and make you feel right. comfortable. Because here's the thing, if you get back mm-hmm. there, by the way, where's there right. that you're getting to, you're going to go and buy new stuff because you're going to be like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get my tits out shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. Crop top summer! Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't want things in your house that make you feel bad. Mm. I don't want clothes oh, in man. there that make you feel terrible. Oh, yeah. And look, there are, you know, post-pregnancy, I mean, mm. we deal with that all the time. Like, yeah, what is your body going to look like after that? Right. Yeah. But I don't want things in your closet that make you feel bad. Mm. So those things for me are lingerie. I have all this lingerie that I used to spend so like age of yeah. provocateur yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. that I spent before I had kids uh-huh. and I'm and when was 10 the pounds. last time you wore that <laughs> last week <laughs> but, wait 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 but when we were talking about I didn't feel good because it did not fit really it really didn't fit my husband didn't care that it didn't fit I cared like one boob was like falling out and then the other boob like underneath it was falling like, out yeah, 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 like, the like, G- like, and like, it wasn't a g-string but it kind of turned into a g-string because it was just so small. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we do that? That we I wear did wear it though because fit. I was like, "This is so expensive. Yeah. I have to wear it." Yes. I felt just so terrible, and I'm like, 
but you know, I'll never be able to really fit into it the way that I did because my hips are not yeah, even right. that, even if I lost weight or get whatever it was. My hips are different. My stomach's had two 10 pound babies. Yeah. Like, it's never going to be like that. My hips will never just and that bones. Is not not a, move in. And that is not a failure. Uh-huh. No. That is not a failure. And we are set up to believe that because we w- weren't how we were, like, people mm-hmm. are like, I can fit into everything I wore in high school. And I'm like, so you haven't evolved at yeah, all? Right. Like, I don't know why that's a badge of honor. Right. Right. Like, you've lived a life, you've birthed babies. Yeah. You've, you know, we've. I just, I, as women. You can't sell it though. Because I mean. I'm no, like, you can't. This was, this was $300 for this little bralette. <laughs> and I can't sell it, but I can't wear it. Right. So I'm but just we, mad that there's $300 sitting right here and I can't do anything with it. So just keep it. Yeah. But And then what's going to happen is you're going to keep it and the elastic's going to disintegrate. And then it's going to fall apart. And you're going to go, why did I do that But in we the first still place? try to fit ourselves in it. That's right. the thing too. I still try to wear clothes <laughs> that don't fit. I'm like. But why? It just doesn't make sense. I was telling Roxy, um, I got married in March no, for the first amazing. time. Right. It was great. And right. I did the like dream. A girlfriend of mine gifted me someone to help me. And I went to New York and I oh. shopped for the wedding dress and I got all the oh. wedding weekend clothes. And oh. it was great. I bought things. So I bought, I don't know, three outfits, a wedding dress, the yeah. re- reception thing. I bought things. I am not exaggerating. In from a size two to a size twelve, sizes yeah. mean nothing. Yeah, things were yeah. some designers were a two, some were a twelve. I don't think about sizes. Yeah, yeah so right. you know, if you're wearing things that don't fit, they don't fit. Doesn't matter. Like, oh, I want to get back to this size. Yeah. No, it doesn't fit you. You're not comfortable. Yeah. So when you come to Nashville, yes, and then I go to Australia, which I'm very yeah. excited about. Yeah, we're like, well, we live half the time there too, and we're actually gonna buy a place there so you can set us up. Great, like, be like, I actually want to live in a house with. So when my husband's in our place now in Nashville, you honestly would think it was an Airbnb because there's no, there's like nothing anywhere. But he does put them in drawers, so like they they are sort of stuffed in places. We do have a storage unit. Mm. But like, so what is the steps when someone hires you? Like, mm-hmm. how does it go down? Is it just they find you and you show up and then you're just like, let's get rid of half your stuff? <laughs> like, how does it work? Yeah, so they find me. Um, I also have, at this point now, I have 10 organizers that work for me. Wow. So we can go anywhere. We travel. We're it's, I have amazing people working for me. We come in. We evaluate. What's mm-hmm. your goal? What do you want? And then we just do, man, we just pull it all out. We put like with like. So let's say we're doing a garage, sports equipment together, mm-hmm. you know, sodas together, paper towels together, empty boxes together, empty boxes together. People keep keeping empty boxes and I don't <laughs> know why. <laughs> and then makeup, go, old yeah. makeup, old makeup, oh, yeah, old, makeup. Lipstick, oh, old lipstick, old oh. lipstick. Yeah. Uh, so the closer makeup. makeup gets to your eye, the faster it goes bad. Oh, wow. That's like the makeup that you have to change the most. Yeah, because it gets bacteria and then you can get eye infections. I keep all that stuff. I keep all my lipsticks because I'm like, what if that what color? color gets yes. discontinued? <laughs> so there is a company called She Spoke Lipstick <gasps> that will make recreate your colors for you. Oh, they make goodness. custom colors, but they also I had a Kevin Alcoin that I loved. I bought the last yeah. six like scouring yeah. eBay and then I went in with like it on the end of the and they <gasps> remade it for me. Oh my god. That is amazing. Genius. That's yeah. genius. That's yes. A, it's a good company. It's That's a you. good company. company. It's great because you know that you know you get to like yeah. I don't change my lip. I'm in a, the plum family. I go a little bit darker. <laughs> yeah. Right? A little bit lighter. I'm in the fuchsia family. What, yeah. you, what family are you in? I feel like I'm a red girl. I love red. red. Yeah. I'm yeah. a pink girl, right? Pinky. Yeah. yeah. Definitely pink. You like a bold lip. I love a bold lip. Yeah. I do too. Mm. But I, and then I got, someone once paid, oh, this is Australian, paid me out, which is like made fun of me mm. for wearing like a fuchsia colored like <gasps> lipstick uh-huh. because I'm like, you know, late 30s. <laughs> um, and I, ever since then, I'm like, I'm always a little funny about wearing oh, a fuchsia. Really? Yes. What they said, yes. like you were too lips. old to be wearing that color? Yeah. It was like, oh, you always wear like these fuchsia lip colors. And what? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was my own trigger or whatever. Mm. But then I thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't be. Oh my god! All go, I want to be is an old lady who like wears <laughs> yeah, like the craziest right stuff. Now. Like I can't <laughs> wait. Bright lipstick. Yeah, I can't wait to be like eighty and just be like, yeah, I'm yeah. wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do about those? Okay, I feel like everybody has this in their house. Is a junk drawer. Yeah, oh. the junk drawer or the junk closet, like. They're just every how do we even like start because it's like a bunch of random shit mm. in one place, yeah. right? But weirdly, like yeah. it's handy. You're like, that's where I keep my tape measure. That's where yeah. I keep, right. you know. It goes back to decluttering and organizing are a regular 
practice. Mm -hmm. So four times a year, do a big declutter. That's what I think with the seasons. Four times a year. Do a big declutter. And then after you declutter, organize. Organizing is like cleaning. It's not going to stay. You've got it. We we all have this idea. I said it earlier that like you organize once and it stays. That's not how it works. Mm. People bring things in. People go into drawers. People don't put things back. Mm -hmm. So you have to constantly be organizing, which is great. What your husband does is great. Right. You know, for me, it's like I'll come home from a really hard job and I'll be like, I got to do my closet. Yeah. It just makes me feel better. <laughs> but wait, I don't know if we answered the question of like you come. So you and your team come yep. in oh, yep. and they organize. They put like with like. Yep. So we'll go. We'll pull everything out. We'll go through and then we'll walk through with you and be like, do you need this? Do you want but this? But what if do someone you- like me was like. I like it all. Yes. <laughs> I need this night like four balls, soccer balls. What do you do with people like me? And then we go. Well, the, okay. you go, we can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm returning your money. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. You know, we'll look no, at I'm the taking fo- your money and walking yeah. away because you made me come all the way here and I cannot help you. <laughs> you know, we'll look at the soccer balls and I'll say, well, do you see this one? It's got a big crack down the side. The next time <laughs> someone kicks it, it's going to go flat and it's not repairable. And you'll go, okay, I'll let go of that one. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. So it's like very it. logical, right? It's okay. not about, well, you have to throw it away. It's like, do you use it? Do you really use it? Mm. You know, well, I might. Historically, have you ever used it? You know, and then you start to see when you start to let go, you're mm. like, oh, right. I, mm-hmm. I was attached. And I'm not sure, you know, that was based on I don't want my kids to grow up or, mm-hmm. you know, all the things. And then as you let go, as you start to unattach, as truly attachment works, then you set, you start to make space for mm-hmm. what matters. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you have room and it feels so Good. You yeah. said it yourself. If your house isn't organized on Sunday, your mm-hmm. Mondays Mm-mm. screwed. And the best way, newsflash, the best way to be organized, have less stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because once you clear out space, the universe also like listens and takes notice. And then you have the more universe abhors a vacuum. In, the yeah, universe right? abhors a vacuum. It right. will fill it. So also get clear about what you want it filled with. And maybe if I get rid of half my wardrobe, I'd actually wear half of it. Yes, because it's yeah. just this, they're so close together. I can't, can't really see it. them. I'm not dry yeah. cleaning them because it's like too too much to even think about. And you so. and you when you flip through the things that like if you have a closet full of things you don't wear, you're like I don't wear that. I don't wear that. I don't wear. You get so disheartened, and you're like, yeah. and back to the laundry basket because yeah. right. that's what I know I wear. I just had this huge epiphany that <gasps> uh, like a massive epiphany. I think I don't throw away my expensive stuff because I fear because I've always been in a very weird business yeah. where some years you make great money, other years you don't. What if I don't make enough money to buy a something expensive again? <gasps> uh, Your scarcity con- yeah. consciousness. Like, and I never thought I was yeah. because I, mm-hmm. I really do believe in this um, – you know, uh, the uh, law of attraction and abundance. Mm-hmm. And I really try to practice that. But maybe I don't get rid of the tatty Chanel bag because I think, well, what if I can't buy it again? Right. But what if you can't? No. I mean, well, you said, right. what if I can't? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I know. Right. But like when you think that through, you're like, well, first of all, you've put yourself in scarcity of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And you're of like, well, I'm saying I'm, it's not going to happen. Instead of just saying, yeah, I'll and, buy right, one some other right. time. And yeah. then also, what is that messaging that oh, my life only has value if I can buy a Chanel handbag. I also lived in for 16 years in Los Angeles, and there's a huge narrative here about like oh. you buy things that you don't have money for for the people that don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I spent so much money to impress people that I didn't care about and didn't care about me. Yeah. I mean, I say in this book, LA's full of people who don't own the homes they live in, don't own mm-hmm. the cars they drive, and those boobs aren't theirs. Right. Yeah. Like, and right. they're spending money they don't have because we're trying to fill something. Mm-hmm. We think something's missing. I call this a clutter magnet. Mm-hmm. And the way I describe it is this if you have a little piece of your soul you think is missing, so I don't have enough self respect, mm-hmm. I don't have enough self confidence, I don't have enough love, I don't have enough free time. And so we think that we're going to find an item and fill mm-hmm. it and it's going to make us mm-hmm. whole. Mm-hmm. So when you're in LA and I lived here, I know, I know that mm-hmm. like if I drive the right car, uh, then I'll get into the club. The right school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if I carry the right purse mm-hmm. and you know, look, I love purses. Mm-hmm. I have a collection of vintage Gucci that mm-hmm. I love. I carry them all the time because of the design, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make people, it's not what it's not where your self-worth comes mm-hmm. from. And we're so turned upside down that the stuff gives us our self-worth. Mm. You know what gives you self-worth? Mm. Being of service. Yeah, that's Helping so someone else. And Giving, then, mm-hmm. great. And if you're living that way and you want a nice bag, 
Great. Knock your socks yeah. off. Have what you want. But if you think the nice bag is going to fix you, mm-hmm. if you think you're going to magnetize all that stuff with stuff, you're not. Right. And people, if it's not stuff, people do that with food too. Of course. Right? Yeah. It's, it's like exactly. The, the quick fix. It's food yes. and booze. It's yes. the same. Drugs, oh, everything. It's yeah. all the thing. It's, it is. It is. The stuff becomes a drug. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, Let's wind it back. Let's find what is it meditation? Is it mm-hmm. volunteering? Is it like back in therapy? Mm-hmm. Like we're always a work in progress. What do we need to do to get right? And then the stuff's not going to matter so much. When you come in and get rid of everything, do you can you also help? <laughs> right can you also help people sell the stuff? I don't oh. sell. So right. this is this. Then, I'm so glad you brought this up. It is a diminishing return. It's not worth you paying my time. You right. don't make enough money. Right. Mm-hmm. If people want to do it, Facebook Marketplace, you know, I'm a big fan of the Buy Nothing groups. Mm. Put up on a Buy Nothing group. There are Facebook groups where people in neighborhoods exchange things they don't want. Um, But what we do do, my company, we work unbelievably hard to donate whatever we can oh yeah well that's my half my house you can donate <laughs> yeah so we, <laughs> we work with like smaller organizations you know we oh. everything animal shelter to organizations that help kids mm-hmm. who are aging out of the foster care system senior mm-hmm. like everything we can we try and keep it out of the Ooh, landfill yeah. and we donate it because oh, there's amazing. always a need there's always always, a need for, always. These, for these things you know and it's like like you're saying i think with the kids too i like that what you said about, you know, I know you've loved this toy for so long, but mm-hmm. let's let another child like love it. Like I just love, I think that's a great, a great message. And you're teaching yeah. empathy, mm-hmm. right? You know, you're teaching that gratitude. You're teaching all these things. If you if you teach your ch- kids to fetishize their stuff, mm-hmm. you're gonna raise consumers. Yeah. But if you teach them like stuff comes and it goes, it's stuff. It's gratitude. Yeah, and it's like. Like let's I want to be say, better let's humans. be better humans. You know? <laughs> yeah. Let's be better humans. Right, particularly with everything happening in the world now. It's mm-hmm. just like, let's be better humans. Like, let's be of service, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's a little park near mm-hmm. us that we we hike, we go, we walk around four times a week. And when we get to the end section, there's a tree. And in the tree, it's cut out a little bit. And there's toys in the tree. And the kids come. So every time mm-hmm. I go with my kids, they bring a toy. <gasps> and they oh give their gosh. toy and then they take a toy. Oh. It's so cool. I, I know. Yeah. It's so cool. And there's always yeah. new toys there. And, and everyone just seems to know that you only take one and you only give one. Like you right. don't go like take all the toys away. So the kids come and they bring their toys that they don't mm. want and they swap it out for like whatever's there. And it's oh, just that so is cool. So and I love it. And we do it three cool. times a week. Yeah. You know, and except my daughter, my eldest gives my youngest daughter's toys away. <laughs> Well, all that, the time that's, yeah, that's and, a, and Lennon's like wait there's two of my toys and Phoenix is like you don't want it you don't use you it I'm the eldest sister yeah. I understand that I totally I'm like mom I gotta give something but that kid yeah. his stuff can go she's like we'll just give her toys away <laughs> we should start that in LA yeah. that would be a great like a book thing that, you know like, yeah, like the, the free libraries, libraries. Yeah. yeah and I you know when and your kids participate in that yeah. right so if you have that conversation ahead of the holidays like mm-hmm. a bunch of new stuff is coming in right let's let it go and and really oh, yeah. framing yeah. the conversation about this isn't a punishment uh-huh. right like we're so lucky we have so much stuff and there are people out there that don't and you don't play with this this is really important i'm really glad we did this show and i know it took like <laughs> months the third to get times there. a charm but um i need you to come to nashville i so will come i'm gonna be talking to you are you you're here or based in la but we go everywhere oh that means okay. i yeah. get you yeah. first yeah. there you go she probably needs you a little more oh, yeah, than i do she doesn't come. have a husband who's decluttering every sunday know, i'm a I little mean. i'm a little concerned about her closet <laughs> there's a lot going on in there <laughs> she just puts stuffs it in there but she always looks like, good i don't know how she finds her clothes no. anyway well that's very sweet but you know there's a method to the madness i guess yeah. i don't know yeah, maybe she looks clean <laughs> she knows where her shower is i do so. like to shower yeah. i decure. so where can people find you yes. tell everyone about your book and, and yeah so 
my big platform's Instagram at Tracy underscore McCubbin. Thanks, Instagram. And thanks that other person who took my handle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we get it. You know, you're like, really? I got a little that. But yeah. Instagram, we do those decluttering challenges. It's fantastic. It's great. I'm also doing something really interesting. I just started right now called Team Tracy. If you go to my Instagram link, you can see it. But I'm sending motivational texts. Mm. So a little oh. video twice a week. Okay. And then a motivational, we tackle one thing. And then I answer people's direct questions because I'm sure as you guys, I get so many DMs. Mm -hmm. I can't even. So I'm answering people's questions. People are loving that. So that's Mm -hmm. in my bio, Team Tracy. And then the book is called Make Space for Happiness. Mm -hmm. Make Space for Happiness, It's available everywhere. Um, If you have an Audible account, it's free. If you're trying not to have clutter, it's in most libraries in the United States. So it's great. Get it, girl. How long is the average time that you spend at someone's house? Mm. Is it really just dependent on how bad it is? Yeah, (laughs) usually, you know, kind of minimums two to three days. And then it can go up to a couple weeks. Interesting. Mm -hmm. If they want to do the whole house and really get in there. What's like the craziest like story you've ever got? Tell us like, buckle up. (laughs) Tell us a crazy. We, uh... So we did this house. We got a call. We work for a lot of realtors. And one thing we do is clean out houses after people have passed away. Mm. So this realtor we work with all the time called me. And she's like, the woman was very old, went in her sleep, lovely. Mm. Um, she didn't have any kids. Mm. The executor of the trust is older than she is and can't do any of this. Can you guys just come in and clean mm. it out? And like one of her nieces or great nieces had stopped by to pick something up. And my guys pulled the headboard aside back and there was a mummified cat <gasps> on the wall, oh, <laughs> like oh had fallen. And I think the lady just <gasps> didn't hear or oh, smell. And the niece was like, oh, that's where Fluffy went. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> At least it wasn't like the husband. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my last question to you is what is the one thing that people hold on to more than anything else? Photos. I was going to ask you about that. Can that. you declutter photos? Yes, you can. It's very An iPhone photo. Is that the same thing? Yeah. So oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Digital I have like photos. Seventy thousand photos. Yeah. <laughs> so my new hack. I, I got this from somebody on the talk. Okay. Um, and it's absolutely amazing. You set a timer. You set an alarm. So I kind of do it at like four o'clock when I'm winding down from the day, and I go and I search this date, not the year, but October, whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm in my iPhone and then it pulls up all the photos from all that date going Mm -hmm. backwards and I'm like that's a picture of my parking space I don't need that that's a label I had to magnify don't need that Mm -hmm. right and so you just go through and delete that's a great way to break it down and organize it because it's too overwhelming yeah because you you get too overwhelmed looking at 70,000 pictures yeah but you just pick a date and you do I have like I have to take pictures of labels all the time to Mm -hmm. magnify them and I can't remember I parked my car and you just get rid of I mean I did it the other day for one day and I got rid of 125 photos of like oh I sometimes get rid of thousands yeah yeah because like just for my work too like even an ad yeah I'll have a gajillion versions versions of it right yeah 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 like a ton of space it takes up too yeah videos everything yeah and move on you know the other thing I mean it's not technically decluttering but you can just move them off and put them onto an external hard drive I do think with digital content Mm -hmm. you it's cheap to keep it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you open and like, can we talk emails? <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> give us the number. Wait. Give us the number. Okay. I have <sighs> I don't even want to look 182,199 Damn it. <laughs> Girl. I know. What? I know. Um, How would you even tackle that? I nuke my inbox <laughs> every, 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 Janu- oh, every January 1st. I nuke my inbox. 182,199. At least even- my messages are only 340. <laughs> oh Your God. texts? Yeah. Oh, you have 340 God. unanswered texts? Yeah, that's good though. 340 unanswered? unanswered? 43. Wait. Hold up. But but I get stuff but something. I get stuff like Dix is having a sale for fifty percent off. Like I don't Stop. click on it. Stop. Yeah. But sometimes I want to know that. <laughs> I, I have seven hundred and thirty eight voicemails. I have two unanswered texts. <laughs> well, it's- okay, so you're doing better at certain things than I am, but you still have a bad 2000, closet. Two thousand, two thousand emails. 
180 how, seats. Okay, how, where do you even start with this? Like, <laughs> where? I mean, is so that, I is do. That, is that taking like, up space <laughs> in your brain? Yes. <laughs> no, just in general. Is it taking so up space? one thing I started doing uh, is I have a garbage email that I do all my shopping on. Okay. So I have a one that it's just for so that to be fair that has thirty thousand emails in it and those uh-huh. are the sale ones. Yeah. And that I don't do any work on it. It's just what I shop. I need on. to give a new address because I give mm-hmm. my other. But you see, I've had this email for twenty years. So that's 20 years of unopened it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to Right. I don't even get stressed by it because I just know, like, I'm not going to go through that. So you could, I mean, I do. January 1st, I nuke my whole inbox. So how do you do just, I hi- No, I highlight them all and delete them. If I haven't looked at them by then, if I haven't yeah. dealt with them by then, I don't need them. But then someone will say, oh, wow. you didn't send me this email, blah, blah, blah. And I'll like be able to Google it. And I'll, yes, I did. Four and a half days ago, I sent but this email. St- <laughs> but it's still in, you know, it's, I just deleted it out of the inbox. It's still on the server. Is it? Yeah. Oh, is it still, yeah. it still lives there? Yeah, it still lives there. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought if you delete that. it, you delete it. Yeah. No, it never goes away. Oh. And, but I do move things into folders. So when, when there's topics like, or people at vendors I'm dealing with, I save all my import. I have yeah, everything. Yeah. I just had to deal with a legal thing where I was like, mm-hmm. Actually, on May 19th, da, 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 da. Yeah. But I move it out. You know what? That's uh, every, a lot of things stress me out. That, that one does. doesn't. That's, then, so that's you good. Know what, you know what I mean? I'd rather spend time decluttering my life. Here's my the thing. Stuff if that, my storage unit. My storage unit stresses me out. I'd rather deal yes. with that. If this doesn't stress you out. You're like, it's fine. <laughs> if this doesn't stress you out, don't spend the time. No, storage it unit. not stress me out. Coming to but Nashville. now it's going to stress me out. I haven't, even, I, haven't even, I haven't even looked at it ever until this end. I mean, <laughs> but, but maybe well, that's anyway. why there's 182,000 on well, there. Well, now it's going to stress me out. <laughs> now I'm going to be stressed about it. I'm going to be thinking about it. Sometimes well, when I'm on a plane and uh, I'm like, and now because there's not that many movies coming out, you're like, I've seen everything. I will sort my inbox by sender uh, and I'll be like, this many from this. 180,000 <gasps> yeah, from Roxy. Be, yeah. <laughs> It's probably 180,000 yeah. When me. they say like, do you want to delete this text message? Text chain is like three terabytes. It's from Roxy. <laughs> I'm just You're like, like no. Nope. I'm like, no, I need all the proof I can get. Of all the horrible things she said to me over the years. Do I ever need it? You're like, I'm ever going to have to bring it back yeah. again. <laughs> I have the receipts. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I know yes. that you have to probably thank you, go. Thank you. Thank you. This oh, thank is you great. Third time's a charm. I'm I so know. glad we did that. I was so and you're excited. Come to Nashville. Yes, we're coming to Nashville and then yes. Australia. Oh, yes. In LA, yeah. hello. I know. I First to- stop. Yeah. First stop. This and is guys, great. don't forget to rate, subscribe. Uh, guys, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment. We are Women on Top Official on Instagram and Women on Top Podcast on Facebook. Women on Top Official on TikTok and Women on Top on YouTube. Woo-hoo! I am Tamin Sursok and I am Roxy Man. And we are talking to Tracy McCubbin. Yes, she will change your life. Yes. We are Women, women on. on-